weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and with me in the studio, as always, we have our resident father figure, Jeremy Leguie, and handsome stepdad, Sean Dunham. Hello. The show. Sean, Sean is. Did I not tell you about my two children, you guys? (laughs) Sean's my handsome stepdad. Oh, okay. All my friends are always like, your stepdad's kind of cute. It's weird. Happy belated Father's Day to all and sundry. This week is all about dads on film. So get ready for some mustaches, baseballs, and crippling emotional neglect. And hopefully a healthy dose of dad jokes. Manly things. (laughs) Just some stereotypes about men. The show is called Spoiler Alert, and here one comes. No, I am your father. What's that from? Oft misquoted Star Wars quote. <laughs> he didn't say Luke. He didn't say who it was to. Is that from uh, like My Fair Lady or something? Yeah, yeah. it's from My Fair Lady. I forget. It's they used it, It's actually one of the most used lines of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Miss misuse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it was in uh, Casablanca as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little movie trivia. Actually, that's perfect because my dad loves to make up facts, and yeah. then it took me about twenty-five years to realize that that's what was happening. The second wife of the show uh, got pregnant. I just started making these horrible, horrible jokes. And I was like, your second wife? <laughs> you <laughs> the have second. Two? The second. The no. second she got pregnant. Yeah. I was able to just make these incredible jokes. It's like a, something just came just over me. Just happens when you become and a dad. the worst puns just fly into my mind. I'm so happy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty That's great. Before we kick things off this week, we just want to say that we had a fabulous time walking in uh, this weekend's Pride Parade with CJTR repping our queer spirit. Sweet Jeremy was not able to be there, but we know that That's he's an ally I nonetheless. Walked real hard. Mm-hmm. We stomped. Walk uh, hard. Yeah. Our float had the best music. The best tunes. Yeah. So, best Josh, tunes. thank you for queuing up those great tunes. Mm-hmm. Did you guys walk like Beyonce walks? Yeah. Nice. Well, we did for a while, and then we walked like... We walked very like we far. Walked because we walked uh, <laughs> for four miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to conserve energy. I was very that. tired after, and I was like, oh, why am I so tired? Oh, yeah, we walked forever. Yeah. So There's only here. so much tude that we can serve, and yeah, then we just exactly. <laughs> shuffle. Okay, boys, let's get into it. Sport. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just call you all sports. Uh, who are your favorite movie dads? Favorite movie dads. Uh, I'm going to put not necessarily at the top of the, at the top of the list, but in the top ten, um, a man with a particular set of skills. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. Uh, Liam Neeson and Taken. You want I don't to even, see his character even, name? I don't even know. I have no idea. I think it's just Liam Neeson. What are his skills? It's just dad interrupting the phone. Yeah, <laughs> interrupting the phone. Advise. Let them take you. Advising people to, uh, you know, quick decision making. Yeah, he. Um, He's, he's pretty cool in that. He can pick a swarthy Eastern European out of the crowd. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Taken. <gasps> I, really? The plot, I think, is that mm-hmm. she gets taken. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and presumably he gets her back. But he doesn't seem like he's good at keeping her back in that there's 20 more Taken. <laughs> I think she only gets taken again once. And then his wi- ex-wife, wife, gets taken. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen the other ones. I just know, guys, this is huge news. There's a Taken TV show now. Oh, my I God. Didn't even, I didn't even know. A that new relative out. every episode. Yeah. Ryan Mills. Not Uncle Jordan. My niece. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> the most famous uncle name. <laughs> That's 
a real uncle name. <laughs> it's just the first thing that came into my head. Brian Mills is his name in Taken. Brian Mills. And uh, quite the dad. He is. Yeah. I mean, he, he's dedicated. Well, Being what a else parent is he now. Doing? I well, do. I, that's he's a bodyguard for a little while, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah, I yeah. think he's former C- uh, CSI. Yeah, he's former CSI. <laughs> former CIA. He worked with Gil Grissom. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, does he have a current job when uh, the movie happens? I think in the he's a real I, deadbeat dad, probably. Yeah, well, he, he is, kind of is. That's he, kind he, of the thing. He, hey, he's doing his best, you guys. And uh, anyway, no, I don't. I think he just takes the odd job kind of thing, yeah. you know. And he lives with one book in an apartment with a bed and a single table. It's really sad. Yeah. Oh God! And then his daughter gets taken, and he leaps into action. Yeah, he just kicks, kicks in. You should watch it, Sean. Is he already in Paris? No. He goes to Paris. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a hundred. It really. Years. How does he afford it? He, I think C- I think CIA he's, retirement. I think he's got a lot. I think he's loaded. Yeah. I think he's got. Then how come he can't spring for any decor in his sad no, he lives bachelor frugally, apartment? And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the values dads can teach. That's us. how you make it last. Mm-hmm. I will say that it is a dream of mine to have a floorboard in my house that I open up and take a box out of that's full of money and passports bag. and a gun that I don't need day to day. Dad's go bag. Yeah, wow. but I can't see myself like, oh man, this is really expensive, and like sneaking a couple. Of dollars out of there, and then there's not like I go to go, yeah. oh, and, and you're like, I've used oh it. crap! There's Uh-oh. like a bunch of IOUs in there. <laughs> I owe <laughs> myself. <laughs> My go bag is like, like BB cream, yeah, like, like, concealer, <laughs> like some salt spray. Oh, Something dry like, shampoo. Oh yeah, that's what you need sure. on the road. <laughs> a kimono. <Deodorant. laughs> a kimono. <laughs> <laughs> Sean? I laughed at that kimono. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. Come, kimono now. Come oh. I've tried. Ruh-roh. Are you talking about Who's my your favorite movie? Dad, I immediately jumped to a man named Daniel Hillard from oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who uh he th- um, is a very lovable dad, and but he is not a good dad necessarily. Yeah. And Sally Field has to do all of the emotional labor for the whole family. Just and eventually, Daniel throws a party for his son Chris, where that is out of control, and there's a goat <laughs> and jump around. And this inspires <laughs> Sally Field to break up with him, yeah, which honestly she's long overdue. But then Daniel psychotic and uses his voice acting training to pose as a nanny to be able to infiltrate the household and hang out with the children. Spend time with his kids. Reverse and kidnapping. It is a... Yeah, he is arguably the villain of it, that film. It's a horror film designed as a <laughs> comedy. Like, disguised as a ho- yeah. comedy. I, I do love that movie. There. Also, here's a question I have. As if he never used that voice with his kids one time, that they would immediately be like, oh, that's dad's funny old lady voice. Oh, uh, he uses he uses every other voice. Yeah, like, he, he's a goofy dad. That's his whole thing. Of course he's used that voice when reading maybe a story that, sometimes. Maybe that's his job, and he, you know, keeps it at work. Maybe I mean, those it, children it are. His job, kind mm-hmm. of. Maybe all those children were uh, like really self-absorbed and yeah. couldn't look outside themselves to recognize their dad's body language <laughs> in this Scottish housekeeper mm-hmm. that they've hired. Hello. <laughs> so many good moments in that. So many. It is, and actually, I have a fantasy about going as um, Mrs. <laughs> Outfire for Halloween, but specifically the scene where her bosoms are burnt and she's holding <laughs> two, two saucepans. <laughs> That would be a beautiful <laughs> That's thing, That's quite Sean. the commitment. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I, I look forward to that. I will say, I still feel that the scene where Mrs. Doubtfire's son 
discovers, like, because mm-hmm. she, she's peeing, yeah. uh, is still very shocking because they just, like, throw it. They do not yeah. pad that at all. No. And then it gets very real. It yeah. does. And then the old Lydia is about to hit him with a tennis racket. Yeah. yeah, which is like, that's transphobic, guys. Yeah. That's complicated. But also, like, you know, you've come to trust somebody into your home and yeah, then you find out this whole other thing. And I don't think that's really the way to react. But no. uh, it's still, like, a very shocking part. It just doesn't fit the rest of it. Well... Is that how they'd act? Maybe? I don't, I know. don't know. It's complicated. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> it's um, very complicated. They were also just... They were pressed because they had a new stepdad. Things were stressful for them. Mm-hmm. James Bond was their dad. That's a pretty new stepdad. That's a, that's a... I'm just saying, way to go, Sally Fields. Because yeah. I don't think that happened anywhere else. Oh, Pierce else. Brosnan? He would have been such a good stepdad. Do you think? I don't know. He didn't care about the kids that much. I don't remember him, really. I just know that Robin assaulted him several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whipping, throwing a lemon right at him <laughs> at the pool. <laughs> fruit, fruit assault. Was but, then, by fruiting. but actually, uh, he did save his life yeah. in the restaurant. In the end. Yeah. After he poisoned him. After, well, oh, there's yeah, a lot did, that oh, happens only in briefly. this Okay, also, what restaurant person working expo would let a plate doused in paprika or whatever spice that was go out? That would be sent back. Yeah. That was That's bridges for you. Not in that fancy restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to know who mine is? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay, well, I'm having trouble deciding, but I'll go with one of two, and then we can circle back. Okay. Atticus Finch, y'all. Oh, yeah. Oh, Addy. I know. He's initially a book dad first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in many respects. Book dad. Very he is a bookish a book man. Mm-hmm. Um, Very bookly. Uh, Gregory Peck is just, he's so firm but tender and just, like, understanding. Mm-hmm. He's got that cardigan on. He's like, he's, he's such like. Such a righteous lawyer. He's the iconically good man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, iconic single dad action knows how to raise a daughter does he well well he does he's let, figuring it out he does let them run around quite frequently it was, but it, it was the i time. feel that was the times yeah it was the times. So parental supervision was less of a big deal then um he shoots a rabid dog yeah oh sad he, he teaches them not to prejudge boo radley he does he takes hickory nuts instead of money for a case because, for a poor person such a good a dad. You make, you make it work, guys. And he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's making it work. Mm-hmm. And also, trying to just do the right thing in a deeply racist town. Oh, my Super God. Like, why aren't you leaving Atticus, <laughs> honestly? Because like, he knows what he's needed. I guess he is. But it really puts him in danger. Scout mm-hmm. gets her ham costume all cut up poor, from him. Her poor ham costume. That, that was actually, I remember watching that when I was a kid and being so disturbed It's scary. by an adult trying to like stab a child. Yeah, it well, because it's very Well, upsetting. it is upsetting, but I, I was just like, how does this happen? Yeah. And what kind of costume is this? Why are you a ham? <laughs> it's an amazing costume. It's amazing. <laughs> I was it's dressed so as a ham. <laughs> just very confidently. <laughs> She's a confident woman, in part, I think, because of the way she was raised. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know who my tie was? Okay. Marlon from Finding Nemo. Oh. He's a, he is a dad with faults. Yeah, no, he's got some problems. But he's so dedicated, he crossed a whole ocean mm-hmm. to and find Nemo. I he, might start crying. <laughs> he taught Nemo to embrace his disability. Yes. His, and, his short fin. Mm-hmm. And Dory, he... he 
let Dory into their family. Mm-hmm. I mean, not without much griping, but <laughs> she, she was, got there. She was and then handful, they went honestly. and saved Dory. Oh, my God. Honestly, Finding Dory might be the hardest I've ever cried in a I've never, I've never watched it. I have seen a it's couple so glimpses uh, because my friend's kid loves Finding Dory. And... Uh, I can't piece it together, honestly. Every time I looked at the screen, there's like an octopus there is an or octopus. like a, a large whale like jumping over. Yeah, the, it there's was, a whale. It was tough. But also, <laughs> it shows Baby Dory. <laughs> oh, yeah, Baby <laughs> she's Dory. She's so tiny and cute. cute. And she's so forgetful. And oh, maybe it's just because I relate to Dory slightly. Mm-hmm. But that movie touched me to my very soul. And just the fact that Marlon's like so grouchy and scared, but. He will move past that for the people he loves. Wow, that's a dad. That's a that's a dad move right there. Yeah, no, he'll he'll do what he has to. He he has to let Nemo take take some more risks. Yeah, yeah. And he learned that. He does let him find his independence. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and he's just scared because of the trauma of losing his wife. Mm. Um, and well, also mate. a bunch of children. How did that happen? Oh yeah, all of their eggs, and the, except for one. Oh yeah. okay, okay. There but was we're like not going to barac- get into a pro-life debate a barac- here, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if life begins at conception for eggs. For eggs? For, for fish? fish? I don't know. Who knows? Speaking of uh, animated dads, uh, i got to talk about Mr. Incredible. Oh, oh my God. Rubbing the salt in the wound. I haven't seen it. Sean and I were supposed to go yesterday, and I bailed because I was ill, oh, no. and I'm sorry. Which honestly was a blessing in disguise, because I watched you half, a season of, um, <laughs> half a season of Queer Eye Season 2. Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> and it is a really good season. We'll come back to that. I've not watched a single second of that. Anyway, Mr. Incredible. Yeah, what about him? Uh, Tell us about it. Jer? It, I like Mr. Incredible. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a man who is, is down. At the start? Yeah. Well, no, he's up at the start, and then they bring him down because yeah. he can't be super anymore. He's a bit of a sad dad yeah. when we meet him. But, I like a good sad dad. But then he's able to spread his wings and fly. Yeah. Well, he doesn't Not literally. Mm-hmm. No. But uh, the other, I believe he's a dad. Uh, what's his name? Samuel L. Jackson. Frozone? Frozone. Is he a dad in that? I don't he, think so. He, no? He's he just got a, a wife that misplaced his super suit. Yeah. That's all I really <laughs> remember about that. She's cleaning it. I mean, yeah. what more can you ask for? Like, that's well. That's how top often is he using it? <laughs> I thought he was out of practice. Well, it's, it's still you being gotta maintained. Be ready. So, yeah, yeah, you got to. You've got to be ready for it. I like. I like Mister Incredible because he's just very. He's so well-meaning, mm-hmm. and I feel like he very well depicts that like exhaustion of a single-income household. <laughs> Of the bygone era. He's also so big in his tiny car. Yeah, I love his tiny car. <laughs> he's a large man. And I love a big dad. And in the new one, I know this only from previews, but he's the stay-at-home dad while Mrs. Incredible right. goes out. And she seems much more successful than him. That checks out. Elastigirl. So, yeah. So there's a lot going on there. Do you think, when does she become a last woman? I don't... I th- this is my. I think we I, talked about this. I think, have we? I think. I think when, on the Mother's Day episode we talked oh. about Elastigirl. We might have. I, I think when another girl takes up the mantle of Elastigirl, she either has to quit or bump up. Wow, like a Slayer, like yeah. the new Slayer. <laughs> Except that one time they were accidentally two. Yeah, because Buffy keeps dying. Yeah, but she wasn't. <laughs> actually, but she didn't anyway. actually die. <laughs> I was. I was going to say Highlander, but that's Spoiler also. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Buffy dies, but does she? Buffy dies twice a season. <laughs> okay. Sean, you got any other movie dads? Um, well, I don't 
have a ton more of good movie dads. Oh. But we could talk some bad movie dads. That's one of my questions. So we can many, go there. Yeah, there's so many bad movie dads. There's a lot of bad. I think so. Um, I think dads might get a bad rap in movies, but then also they often get to be the fun one. We can discuss that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's, who you got at the top of your bad daddies list? Well, bad, my bad daddies, <laughs> which is my license plate also. <laughs> uh, it. I was just watching today, actually. Uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Yes. And I was focusing mostly on Royal Tenenbaums, who is a real piece of work sort of man. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I thought I was going to come out of that being like, what a bad dad. And he is. Yeah, no, he's a real bad dad. But he really learned some stuff Mm -hmm. you guys in the process of that film. I guess so, but he is... All those flashbacks of him being just so selfish. Yeah. And so mean to each child. And just, like, pitting them against each yeah. other. Like He's nice to Richie. Taking one of them, yeah. yeah to like, a dog on fight. Fun, <laughs> at fun events all the time. Always referring to Margo as his adopted daughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's sad. I think I just like him because Gene Hackman is so good in that movie. Gene Hackman's very charming. I think that's probably how he yeah. treats his actual children. Oh, that makes me <laughs> I, sad. I, I, when I watch it, I'm like, he's too good at this. Yeah. He, he, like he's channeling He's something. treated somebody this way. Or perhaps he himself was treated this way. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of things. You felt so episode. sorry just for a second there. I oh, did. And he shoots... He shoots Ben Stiller as a child yeah, in the knuckle. With the BB gun. <laughs> Just with the BB And then he's like so delighted. He's like, you still got that BB in your he's hand? He's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Honestly, he was salting me as a child. Ben Stiller. Oh, Ben Stiller is also a dad in this movie. He is. And a he, bit of a Marlin. He's kind of a, but he's, yeah, he's a bit of a bad dad in that he he's so is protective. so oppressive over them. And over Ari and Uzi, <laughs> yeah, which, which I remember their names. Bad names. That's, they that's are. what happens when you put your kids into a mold. You can't, yeah, uh, you, true. Can't just, you can't just let them mold. But also there were a few moments where <laughs> I just molding. relate to Ben Stiller so much in this movie. <laughs> just his like wild anxieties and <laughs> slightly and his, yeah, poutiness. He immediately jumps to violence anytime he's, <laughs> anytime he's threatened. <laughs> and how I always wear a tracksuit. Um, honestly, I was feeling those suits. Same. I kind of want one. And the kids each have their own little one. You've seen this, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies, actually, I think. It is. Um, you were saying, though, on the walk, drive over, that there's an upsetting scene that Mm, I forgot about. There is, uh, an attempted suicide that is depicted very graphically Mm -hmm. in this movie, so know that going in, if you haven't already seen it. I forgot and was not stoked about it. It doesn't follow, I think, many of the media guidelines that now exist for how to best and safely portray, um... Are there, are there actual guidelines? Yeah, there oh, are. Oh, wow. Yeah, so like 13 Reasons Why mm-hmm. is a show that's gotten a lot of flack. And one of the reasons is that there are pretty specific stuff, especially for stuff that's um, for media that's uh, designed for younger audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like just floats all really? of those, basically. But yeah, anyway, the so there is know. that, um, which is something to know going in. Um, but yeah, it's still, even despite that, which I would say is quite a hurdle. And also, mm-hmm. um, another father figure in the movie is Bill Murray, I would say, because he's got that weird student or, like, test case that he 
just has around him all the time. Oh, De- he's my Dudley. favorite. Dudley. Because <laughs> I, I don't actually know what the relationship is because <laughs> Dudley seemingly has no family. <laughs> and just lives with them. Dudley is busy. Yeah. He's and Dudley some- comes along with them for every every adventure. And there, I also really appreciate that pairing. They just are like quietly, yes, quietly devoted to each other. Have you guys seen Rushmore? I haven't. But many, I have, but many years ago. So you oh. know how I, my memory is. Wait, is there a? Is there a? I saw the sign, uh, as sung by a marching band, clip. Uh, no, <laughs> I think, I make I think you're thinking of a di- different Jason Schwartzman movie that I think is called Cheaters. Oh, wow. um, also very funny. Uh, a young Jason Segel is in that as well. Oh, I love a young Jason. Yeah, Siegel. it's it's some good stuff. Uh, but uh, no, Rushmore is just sort of a an exploration of that little relationship with Bill Murray. It's told a bit differently. It's more of a rivalry, but uh, it's great. It's is really he? Good. Is it also a dad film? Uh, no, he. Well, he's not a dad. He might be a father figure. Uh, mm. It's he and Jason, Jason Schwartzman, and they're sort of at odds with each other. I think all of Wes Anderson's movies have a bit of the. I was going to say Wes Anderson's some dad got some yeah. dad got stuff going issues. on. Yeah. I don't I'll think uh, I don't think he can avoid that. No. It's now that I think about it, it's literally in everything. Mm-hmm. Bottle Rocket. Wes Datterson. Whoa. That's what I've said. Very good. <laughs> Coined it. Very good. Very good. That's the name of my essay. TM. 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 Nobody take it. Um, I you got do, a bad dad. I, dad or son. I want to. I want to. I want to pose a bad dad. I don't know if ultimately he's a bad dad. Yeah. I think he's a good guy, but a bad dad. Tell and that more. is Matthew McConaughey from Interstellar. Oh, yes. Because good. he leaves. He straight up leaves. Yeah. And uh, he does come back, as he promises, but it's like 60 years later yeah. <laughs> or something. I uh, mean, he he got stuck, didn't he? He, he? he definitely got in a pickle. He did not. He was not able to make it home as he had planned yeah but uh it appears that only love and time and gravity can time travel so right that's that's the that's the 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 meat of that story spoiler alert and is it is that jessica chastain or bryce dallas howard wait and what sorry Je- uh, that's jessica chastain you can't tell the difference interstellar between? i can tell the difference just sometimes i forget which one was in the movie oh definitely. and sometimes they're in both movies as we've yes. discussed about the help and that's a problem yeah. oh yeah that's true <laughs> i that forgot was about confusing. that and it also has Emma Stone. They're all there. The triad. (laughs) That one reminds me a little bit of Wrinkle in Time, where he, like, gets stuck and then she has to go. But but did he leave? I've not seen it. Did he leave intentionally? Yes. Okay. Sort of. Except things really got out of hand (laughs) when him and Anne Hathaway did the first planet. And that's true. So yeah. it leads Jessica to Chastain, Jessica to Chastain, to believe that she has been abandoned, but actually it's not the case. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad stuff. I thought a sweet ending to that movie would have been if he was able to climb through the bookshelf and right as they left, he like arrived back in the bookshelf. But uh, also, I but, feel like he really. That bookshelf stuff, you guys. It's I really, could not. That's the thing. Is all I remember really? is like trippy visuals. I was from that tripping. Movie. It's a <laughs> it's a three D representation of Sean Cody's was face. on. What are you talking about? Several doses of LSD. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. But I was like, wait. Or actually, then when they get when Ellen Burstyn is on that planet, and then it's just a full tunnel. 
<laughs> I was shocked. I didn't understand how it was working at all. I've said this before, but I wish that our show was just Sean explaining movies. <laughs> just describing scenes from movies. That's all I remember. It makes me happy every time. Her in her deathbed. And her saying, Dad? She, she, she wasn't on her deathbed. Didn't she die? She, no, she was coming out of stasis. Sean, oh. did, you, did we watch the same movie at all? Coming out of stasis. Yeah, she, she had super long stasis. lives because they could live in the near the mm. moons of Jupiter. Yeah, or Saturn, yeah. one of the two. Well, somewhere out there. I guess we'll get, have to get someone to fact check this because <laughs> I guess the right, uh, send listeners just send Jeremy's right at gas station TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a bad dad. No, I don't have a bad dad. Oh. I have a great dad personally. Mm. My dad is great. Um, oh, here's a dad who's like not. Okay, he's again in the gray area. Mm -hmm. The dad from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't even remember that dad. Like okay. his dad? Ferris Bueller's dad. What's, he's a good dad. Mr. Bueller? He's yeah. a good dad. Mr. B. You know, the part I can never get over is like, A, Ferris goes right past there on his grand parade when he's singing Don Shane. Mm -hmm. He goes right past his dad's office. His dad looks out the window. It's a great comedy moment where he's like, oh, what a fun parade. And Ferris is like singing on top of the float. He's far away. Then, Honestly, if my parents saw me singing in a parade, they might not recognize me either. <laughs> Mine would, for sure. They'd be like, oh, it's what she's always dreamed of. Then, at the end of the day, when Ferris is literally running home, being chased by Rooney... His dad is following him in a car. His dad is, like, about to hit him with his car. He, like, veers in front of his dad. He almost hits him. He slams on the brakes. He, like, looks at his son. Sonia, when you commute every day, <laughs> your brain you turns out. off. <laughs> and they live in a big city. It's probably, Chicago. like, a, a 30 to 40-minute drive the windy to the birds. City. And you think that he just almost hit a kid with his car and was like, oh, it's my son. I have several, it's the 80s. I have several times driven from the city of Moose Jaw to the city of Virginia <laughs> and, almost and do face. not recall any part of it. Jeremy leaves a wake of bicyclists. <laughs> <laughs> no. Auto, anyway. Autopilot Jeremy is a very careful and tentative driver. With he a just, laser focus. He is just not the same person that is sitting in front of this microphone. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad dad. I'm just saying he's an inattentive dad. That's and fair. maybe Ferris wouldn't miss so much school if his parents paid a little more attention. Mm. And honestly, that's fair. Yeah. Fair. Also, um, there will be blood. Yep. That's um, a horrible dad. What's his name? <laughs> that is a terrible, that's terrible, a terrible dad. dad. He's a bad dad. Yeah, but he's not his dad. Right. <gasps> Spoiler alert. Oh, my God. I forgot. Oh, my God. Hashtag foster dad. Yeah. He, Hashtag. he explicitly takes that child to make it look like it's a family business. That was an right. air quotes, people. Yeah. I totally forgot. And then at the end, they have a humongous falling out because. All right. Paul Dano. Uh, Who's well, Paul Dano? Is he, he's, he's not he, the son. No, he's not the son. He's in He's it. that scary priest. Yes. Is he a priest? He's, he plays two characters. I think yes. yes, which was incredibly confusing. Oh yes, it's very confusing. Yes. I now I recall they did not change Paul enough from character to character. But was it supposed to be like that? I think so. Yeah. Because then also at cool. one point, I feel like what's his noodle? You know who I'm talking about? Daniel DDL. DDL. He um. Oh, we need to take a break also. But DDL. Um. He like remarks upon having met him already, and he's like, "No, that wasn't me." Yeah. No. No. And he. I think he gives him a bit of a heads up, but I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah, yeah. this has been Dad's Discuss Films, because <laughs> I feel like this is like a conversation between me and my dad. Um, that's 
That's weird, Jeremy. That's yeah, there we go. Freudian. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, uh, hear a word from our sponsors, grab a brewski from the fridge, and then we'll be back for, with more spoiler alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. I'm here with Jeremy. Hi. And Sean. Hey. My daddies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, it's time for a little thing we like to call the game. It's yeah. game time, people. For those who are not aware, I spend my entire week looking, combing, curating okay, it's not a movie a good use that these two time. have not <laughs> seen so that I can tell them the title and they can give me a bogus makeup of what that movie might be about. Totally bogus. Totally bogus. Bogus, dude. And then we all chuckle and I tell them what the movie is really about and we all leave here winners. Yeah. yeah better yeah. than we came in. Are you guys ready to play the game? You bet. 100%. This week's title is Fathers and Sons. What year is this? Do we get that? Uh, can I, I get a definition? Can I get a definition <laughs> of fathers? Uh, it's from 2010. A father is someone who has a son, and a son is someone who has a father. That's oh. a tautology. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I did it on purpose. It's like a I, I infinity. T- I tautologized. Um, so I've I've got a, a clue. Tell us. Um, I believe that this is the events. Um, it's the aftermath of uh, a global event where um, a man that has a son and a son <laughs> that has a father. <laughs> they both. Switch brains, Freaky Friday <gasps> Freaky style, Friday. and the world is just sort of dealing with the aftermath um, and trying to figure out how what this new structure of family is. Oh. Um, it you switch with the oldest son, the father. So the younger siblings are still okay, but yeah. you know uh, the family is really messed up. It's like the leftovers. Wow. So, anyway, it's a dark. That's what's dark. Real dark. Whoa. You took that way bigger than I thought it would be. I think big. Sonia? I think that this takes place in a world where um, men are the one who bear young. And so um, it's about the strained relationship between fathers and their sons in this society that really subjugates men and their deuteruses. Um, Do the babies come out of the... Bums or the urethras? Um, they can choose. <laughs> That's a good like, like it, they, they literally have an option. <laughs> the dad, they have the that dad, kind of control. The dad gets to choose. That's <laughs> front or back. Neither is a Spoiler alert: It's not pretty. <laughs> that sounds like a great film. <laughs> All right, guys. Wow, thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, fathers and sons <laughs> is a. Uh, a movie by uh, Canadian director Carl Basai, who's a, a super nice guy. Um, it's kind of four short stories about relationships of fathers and sons. Uh, it's really great. Watch Canadian movies, please. Uh, there's a knife fight. Cool. And, uh, that doesn't sound nice. Carl does this cool thing where it's it's very improvised, so they, they make the characters together, and then they just improvise the scenes. There's no real script or anything, so he lets it, he lets it flow. That's great. A father and son getting a knife fight? Yeah. That's <laughs> and at awesome. the, at the, you guys said oh, mine was dark. Spoiler alert. <laughs> at the end, I believe the father says, that was a good knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real bad it's joke a, in the middle of a knife fight. It's a super great scene. It takes all kinds, you guys. It does. So, it takes all knives. Well, that was the game. And guess what, guys? 
we got a surprise this week. Oh, yeah. This is pretty huge for us. I'm not going to lie. This is this pretty is big. Huge. This is huge news. We are playing the game part two, and this time, you listeners get to play <gasps> the game. We have two tickets to give away to the upcoming David Cross performance, Oh Come On, at the Conexus Arts Center on July 7th. If you want these tickets... How do I get these tickets? We I want a, them. We need a pitch from you. Sonia? So, what we're doing, like, you guys are familiar with, you listeners, mm-hmm. I shouldn't gender you. No, I don't know who no, you no. are. I know there are hundreds of you out there oh, listening. hundreds. Um, if you want to be the winner of these amazing tickets, you get to play the game yourself. Mm-hmm. So, we are asking you to pitch us the the plot of a movie entitled, Oh, Come On. Oh, Come On. Or come on. <laughs> I don't know what just happened to Sean. He melted into a puddle on the floor, and he's gone now. Um, send us your pitch either on our Facebook page, so send us a message, or um, at our uh, email it to us. I don't know what just happened where I made all the sounds. <laughs> I'm shorting out, you guys. Sign is doing an impression of vowels. <laughs> Spoiler alert, cjtr at gmail.com. So send us your pitch, and we will announce the winner live on the air next week. Yes. It's going to be heck of exciting. Mm-hmm. Heck of an exciting night. David Cross is a comedy legend. Yes, he is. Uh, and for clarification, it's facebook.com backslash spoiler alert CJTR. And mm-hmm. I do also have to m- mention that you will be disqualified if your pitch has any profanity or anything else that we cannot say on the radio. So keep it clean folks keep it clean just how we do our best every single week squeaky clean if i can do it so can you so the title for the game is oh come on and please we'll we'll put some stuff up on our facebook page as well we'll be making a post after our exciting live announcement yeah direct message us and get those pitches in I feel like in the vein of um, performances, we should also mention that the three of us are opening for, <laughs> not opening, but we're introducing hypnotist magician Wayne Lee at the casino on Friday. Yeah, we're and actually so kind of freaked out about it. Keep your eyes peeled. And by I'm me, excited. I mean me. Yeah, just Jeremy. Yeah. I'm excited, but I, I, hope he hypnotizes I know you. that he's going to be looking right to the wings when he wants to hypnotize someone. <laughs> and I have never I have been. a very resistant mind. So, good I've, luck, buddy. You think it's, that. It's been attempt, I've been attempted to be hypnotized two times, and it has not worked. It's I just you sat fought there it. very relaxed. You fought it. <laughs> just so, he was just took a nap on yeah, stage. You the went second to a time, spa. I tried so hard. I wanted it so bad. And nope, no dice. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, maybe, maybe famed Mr. Lee will be we'll able to crack through that icy, that icy membrane of yours. Anyway, speaking uh, of death, <laughs> g- game game on. That, that was my my sign oh. off to that part. It, it worked out well. It works. Yeah. Good. So game on, listeners. Game Beautiful. on. Game on. Excuse Let's get me. back to dads because dads are cute. Let's do it. My dad is very cute. He's very tall. He has a beard. He loves to garden, but he doesn't really love movies. To be honest, I would say my dad probably sees two movies a year, and I can respect that. <laughs> You know, what would knows, they be? He knows what to do with his time. It's often a superhero movie. Um, <laughs> or <laughs> I took him to see <laughs> I took him to see The Last Jedi and when we were in the car on the way there, he said, So I haven't seen one of mm-hmm. these Star Wars movies since The Phantom something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Wait, you 
haven't seen any of the new Star Wars movies? And he goes, nope. <laughs> so I just took my dad to see. Turn the car around. Yeah. No, we had a great time, actually. I think he enjoyed it. It was a bit long. He, he saw The Phantom Menace? I think so, when we were small. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. So. That's a rough one to see, too. No wonder he didn't and continue on. The the game from our Harry Potter episode, mm-hmm. Time Bandits, was it yeah. that? Apparently, that's one of his favorite movies. Oh yeah, that's not surprising. It's I think he strange. watches movies in secret, <gasps> and then secret my mom movies. makes him watch movies. You know, I don't blame him. What movies do your dads like? My dad likes. I got a list here. Okay. So in complete antithesis to your father. Yeah. My dad likes war movies, western movies, action movies. He likes blockbuster, not blockbusters like the physical store blockbuster. I miss blockbuster. Oh, I blockbuster. My dad used to go, I probably every day to blockbuster and wander around and grab movies that he hadn't seen. And at the Moose Jaw Blockbuster, which he lived in walking distance to, I think several times he had seen everything. Like, he had he cleared it out. Uh, he'd that's seen, a, he'd seen wow. it. That's he'd amazing it. skill, yeah. actually. That Specific is. movies that my dad really likes. The Expendables franchise. <laughs> the Die Hard franchise. The Delta Force franchise. I've never heard of that. Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, which is kind of a franchise. Yeah. Braveheart. Terminator 2. Any Clint Eastwood movie. Or... Any Eddie Murphy movie. Interesting. Yeah. List at the end there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, you know, your dad and my dad <laughs> texted like in very similar ways. Because <laughs> he texted me and he said, Any Denzel Washington, The Equalizer, Two Guns, Blues Brothers, James Bond with Roger Moore, Ride Along with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube, New Text, Whole Nine Yard Series, <laughs> A League of Our Own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. It was, it's very. Um, it's very scattered. But it, <laughs> Our dad should hang out. <laughs> they would definitely my mom, some My mom just stuff, texted but. me, I am the same person as Jeremy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the real plot. I don't this. think that's true because I don't think she does like Eddie Murphy movies. Mom, I'm calling you out. But here's the thing. So I good. haven't seen Dawn and Mr. Legui in the same, in the same room. room so. Oh, that wasn't her like making an assertion. Like she was, that was a she confession. She was trying to confess yeah, to you, and you, the Jeremy, jig is we're siblings. <gasps> That's that, that does explain the cheekbones. Oh yeah, these two have cheekbones flying around the room right now. Dreaming. <laughs> that was the sound of me turning my. <laughs> that head. That was me ducking, <laughs> avoiding one of the cheekbones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, you well, guys. Well, the show gets derailed sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it does, and you know what? We got our dad, Jeremy, here to keep us on track. Keep keep us on track. You guys have Go to any... college. Oh, <laughs> I did. That's aggressive. I'm going and we back. Both did... oh, I'm yeah, going back are. early. Oh, That's a proud dad moment. Yeah, I'm yeah. starting classes in two weeks to get my psychology degree. Nice. Just try and figure out what's going on in this old clunker up here in my head. <laughs> and then she leaves this show for her own Dr. Ruth style oh my God. Oh. show. I like the idea that, like, no, no, I'm going for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to figure this out. <laughs> I've gone to I don't have enough money for a therapist. We're stumped. I need to <laughs> just get a degree. Let's uh, talk some more about dads in, on film. Yep. Um, well, a real bad dad uh-huh. is, I forget his name, <laughs> the man from <laughs> The Shining. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we count that as a bad dad? But There's only because, only yeah, because the hotel got inside. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was was it his fault? That's hard to say. I mean, he paid the price. He right? was invited. Yeah. But, uh, God, who really knows? He was a bit of a distant dad at the start. True. Yeah. Who takes their family 
of three to a giant hotel. <laughs> that is a horrifying. Yeah. If I was um, Shelly Duvall, Shelly Duvall, I would have been like, you know what? I'm staying. We might separate. <laughs> you can write your book. I I'll, hope I'll I wish be on you the other end. Of I the wish hotel. you all of the luck in the world, and I'm not coming to the hotel. Oh yeah, that would have been smart. Oh my god! Yeah, he's bad. Even dad. if it was a very nice, even I was seeing playing. If we were staying in just like an empty, you know, Holiday Inn in town, it would still be horrifying. Yeah, no, that's it's a very scary the, premise. The whole thing on paper is terrifying. You know, oh, do you want to go spend a bunch of time alone here in this giant place? No, I don't. Really Maybe don't. if you like went from room to room every night, like you didn't make the the last bed you just use, you just moved next. Yeah, door, that part sounds next good to door, me. Next door, next door, that Never might be okay. To make the yeah, bed. Um, unless you forget which room you were in True. and just wander around trying to find your toothbrush. <laughs> find those twins. Just oh, a, those twins are coming for you. Giant bag with all the keys. Just <laughs> trying your best. <laughs> oh. That's before. And you know they're all physical key. janky skeleton keys too. <laughs> Janky as heck. <laughs> Rusty and heavy. <laughs> Rusty and heavy. I always, this is a weird observation, but I always felt that in The Shining, the fridge and pantry were way overstocked for what was going on. Yeah. Oh. I just thought it was so weird. Who put that there? I was like, this is, un- this is all going to go bad by the end of the season. Uh. Like, you g- you guys got to get to work canning the summer. Yeah, that's like, the real happening? problem. Yeah, food yeah. waste. Where's the canner? <laughs> you know who's a good dad? Who's that? Who dad? J.K. Simmons and Juno. Uh, in Whiplash? <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, um, J.K. Simmons is a good dad in Juno. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I am truly shocked. No. I assume he's bad because of other things he's been in. No. I'm going to make that assumption. No. That he's abrasive and mean. No, no. he's not. He's a great dad I, to I, I, I can't see him team. having There's bridge. another dad, Jason Reed. Right? Oh, Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, he's a bad dad. He's, he, he's like a... Bad dad to be. Bad dad to be. He's kind of in, a weird in, dad. What? And Juno. Jason Bateman? Jason, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman and, and what's her face? Jessica. Boring. Bore the boring Jessica. Beal. Crap. No. Uh, two names. No, one name. No. Pickett Smith. From Alias. <laughs> <laughs> From 13 going on 30. <laughs> Garner. Garner. Jennifer. Jennifer Garner. <laughs> <laughs> she's so forgettable, They're going to adopt guys. Juno's baby. Oh. And she's really in... And he's not, and then it's... And also, he's a little pervy. Really inappropriate with Juno, who's, yeah. I think, 16? Yes, Back but... Off. So, um, he's a real bad dad. She is 16, but somehow has the a mouth of a 45-year-old divorcee. <laughs> with a lot yeah. of pop culture references. Yeah. But, great movie. Nice. It is dad. a great movie. Maybe I should check it out. Hey, you know some dads I want to talk about? Tell me. Uh, this is from a, a little film series called Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, Meet the Little Fokker. Oh, dear. Um, and I said Fokker. I just want yeah, that. Clarification. Yeah, clarification. Sorry. F-O-C-K. Sorry, Amber. C-K. Can't get rid of me that easy. Dropping the nice try, though. <laughs> but, um... She's like, uh, got him. <laughs> got him with out. this dad episode. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman yeah. in those movies is so funny. I think the second... I don't know if the first or the second one's the best. Because Robert De Niro always knocks it out. But Dustin Hoffman absolutely kills me every single time. Because he's kind of gross and sweaty. But also, you just really know he wants the best for his son. He's a sensitive dad, and I love a sensitive dad. Mm-hmm. I have a sensitive, sensitive dad. He is... Well, I, what happens in the third? 
Don't know. They, haven't ben seen Stiller it. has it, children. It's yeah. uh, it is. It's it's very watered down. It's essentially the same two movies again, mm. but they have a kid. There's shenanigans. Jessica Alba uh, gets in there, and there's some suspected cheating. Uh-oh. Yeah. Classic. But uh, it all turns out good. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> is she a nanny? Uh, I can't remember oh, what her role good. is. Never good. But, uh, Dads and nannies in movies have a bad track record. Uh, in Queer Eye, there's a there's an attractive nanny. <laughs> Not to bring it back to queer, but wait for what you watch. Oh yeah, we'll talk about. I, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I also really, really like Robert De Niro's super secret uh, uh, base in his motorhome that yeah. I think all dads should have, and I'm waiting for the dad guild to come and give me my base. No, it's going to have to build your own in a garage. I don't think that's true. Have you like have you migrated bunker. to the garage yet? No, I have a I have a spot in the basement. It's pretty weird. What's it like? Uh, there's a lot of Lego down there. Cute. And uh, there's a light table and a bunch of other stuff because I'm a weird nerdy guy. What's a light table for? Uh, it's for art stuff, you know, for doing Aww. for doing for doing makings. Wow, you should buy a little paper divider. Yeah, it's not like I don't like have a... one of those already. That's <laughs> or use the Lego to make a paper divider. <laughs> Don't die, please. No, it's okay. I'm good. I'm under control. Oh, no. This is tragic. (laughs) Not anymore. We're going to be dadless. I'm not going to die. Dadless in Seattle. (laughs) Sean, you got any more movie dads? Or should I just keep reading my list? We we all have such long lists here. Yeah, it's a long... Dads are, you know, they loom large in the cultural imagination. Um, How many more you got? A ton, but oh. I won't say them all. Oh, okay. What about Mamma Mia? She has three dads. Oh, oh my God. Does she? Well, no, but <gasps> is it ever actually revealed? It's no. I think I they, forget. I think they uh, they all agree to just be a part be of her. Be her dad. Yeah, because they all want that. Well, that's but nice. until Mamma Mia two, two. when they discover three more dads. Mamma Mia oh, two, the wait. clarification. Clarif- no. Is it out? Sheriffication. Sheriffication, baby. Is, is it out? I think in July. Um, okay. Yeah, I why, would definitely have why, heard. Why is she, was it sheriffication? Okay, so it's oh. actually a flashback <gasps> where Meryl Streep and her two friends are teenagers, and Cher plays her mother, and Whoa. she sings Fernando in <laughs> the trailer, and it is really good. I'm terrified about all this. I don't know it's if I like any of it. It's going to be so good. It's all the same just songs just like, as far as I can discern. There was something in the air tonight. <laughs> wow, it's you so have good. nailed I have heard, sir. I have heard Sean oh. do that so many times oh my it's God. never enough. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Except for too. now uh, doing Lady Gaga in A Star is Born, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I've also noticed. Can we hear that? It is Sean. Okay. Ah! <laughs> That's that what it feels like. Less it, close. It needs it needs work. I'm not gonna but lie. But he's to had you. more time. Yeah, that was basically. That was pretty what close. Actually, Gaga does. Yeah. I thought. Um. I would like to talk about the very strange father father relationship in Face Off. And I don't know. Oh, no, I, I knew. I knew this was gonna come up, and I still haven't seen it. Oh no, it's super weird. I'm. Disturbed. Sean's uh, disturbed. They play each other's. I mean, no, <laughs> I know what you mean, but oh god. Okay, you you do you yeah. do it. John John Travolta has a family, and uh, there's there's a daughter. There's also a son who's passed away, but that's anyway. Uh, then they switch faces, and uh, the villain gets his face and goes to take over his life, and has some very awkward moments with his daughter, which uh, no, thank you. Yeah, smoking's involved. 
Uh-huh. No, thank you. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah, not at all. No, King. But, not uh, with a new face. <laughs> probably not heels. But, uh, it can't be I, good for the stitches. I also believe that we meet the uh, the evil guy's son, and uh, he's not... He's, he's older, if I recall. Anyway, uh, but it's also an awkward relationship, and it's just interesting to see, you know, the fatherly role can make it through a face-off. Again, you know? if my dad had a different face, or if a different man's <laughs> body had my dad's face, yeah. I would find out in a moment <laughs> oh, no. upon meeting them. This is an intense <laughs> procedure. They do a lot of stuff. That's what you think, Sean, but when I was five, I came home from Sparks. And my dad was sitting on the front porch and had shaved off his beard, and I cried because I didn't know it was him. I, so, you know I what? I did see a child um, holding the hand of a mannequin in the store recently. I, saw, <laughs> I do know it's it can happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that beautiful note, <laughs> let's go to What You Watching, a segment where we talk about what, what we're watching. We're watching. What You Watching, boys? Um, I can start because this is a this is an unorthodox pick, but it's something I've been watching a lot, and it's not queer actually because I don't even know why I didn't put that as it. But I've been obsessed with a specific YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes, where and, is this going? Oh, I'm so excited! I know what it is. So it is um, this performer named Brandy Siobhan Massey, who was the understudy for Alphaba in Wicked, and she did not play the role for uh, like nine months because you're so infrequently get to do it and then when she the star was sick so then she hopped into the role and she told everyone that it's going to be a performance that they will remember whether it's good or bad and then she just like slayed it so hard there's only one video of it on youtube and i've watched it so often (laughs) i too have watched it probably four times now i'm obsessed with it it. um and yeah so like the end of the final note of Defying Gravity is just supposed to be like, and yeah. she's like, like she does, yeah, cra- she does runs like, like you would not believe. Four I like, runs. She does like four runs. The audience is losing their minds. Yeah, like screaming. Like screaming. Ripping their hair off. She's like, also happy or, so excited. Okay. So excited. The and performance she, of a lifetime. She's also just like, 20 feet in the air because yeah. she is like on <laughs> like strings yeah because at the end of it's the end of act one of wicked and alphaba gets lifted on her broom to deliver like a huge her, like, like rip roaring note yeah. just and wait they, hold on back up is this, this is a, a good performance or a bad performance that's fair enough it's so good it's yeah. so good oh i God. advise everyone to seek it's like seek it's that extra out. but it's so good Hmm. But I'm in for extra. Yeah, same. What are you guys watching? <laughs> what you watching? Jay? I watched a little movie called Charlie Wilson's War. Oh, not for the first time, but uh, there's a lot more there than I realized from the first time I saw it. But uh, Tom Hanks, Julie Roberts, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, uh, they uh, orchestrate um, uh, basically a bunch of guns to go to Afghanistan mm-hmm. to win the to win quote unquote win the Cold War. Mm. But uh, it's an amazing story. Excellently portrayed by the people involved, and uh, I miss Philip a lot. Me too. Every day. Also, have seen that movie? Can't remember a thing about it. No, I just told you exactly what happens. Yeah. They have a war. I believe you. Charlie Wilson's there. It'd be nice if I could remember. Just like Charlie Wilson did. (laughs) (laughs) That's a stretch, sir. (laughs) Is that what that song is? (laughs) You're thinking of Brian Wilson. Good dad joke, Sean. Thanks. (laughs) What I'm watching, y'all. Yeah. In addition to having watched the Royal Tenenbaums this week and starting to watch Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, 
which we didn't even talk about. Yeah, I That's had okay. My I list fell asleep. Here. Oh yeah. Um, whoa, whoa. I was ill. She okay, was real fair ill. Enough, fair enough. Um, I watched the whole season of Queer Eye. Season two. Wow. I uh, have not seen a single second. Jeremy, Jeremy, I suggest. You are who needs it. <gasps> and I only say that because it is a very positive portrayal of male emotion and friendship. And you don't get enough of that in the I, world. I'm a pretty positive. Um, there you is, are, but. There's a child on there, an 18-year-old that they make over who's uh, really terrifying, actually. He's like an old man. <laughs> but his name is Sean, spelled the same name as I mine. Love him. And he also was a performer and has his name in script written on a bunch of suit jackets. And they all put they all put on his suit jackets and stand in a row and I need to screenshot it because it's that should really be your amazing. Cover photo it definitely side. should. I thought of you that whole episode. He's a very sweet teen. Anyway, it's not the same show it was. The version from the nineties was highly problematic in myriad ways that have been dissected. This one is a whole different ball game. It's intersectional. It's focused on emotion. It's focused on repairing toxic masculinity. It's so it does repair a lot of trauma. Good. It's so good. And it just is this like warm hug of a show that just makes me feel better about the world. Mm-hmm. And you're giving me a skeptical face. I'll have to watch it. It's reality TV, guys. I got a problem with that. That's that's all I have to say. Wow. That's There's such a bad Jaden. answer. Jaden. It's uh Reality TV is lies, except for RuPaul's Drag Race. That is that is a fact. Listen, the Fab Five would not lie to us. Are Listen. they the same Fab Five? Oh no, 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 Then they are amazing. So they're the Fab Five too. They're the Fab Five they're, like Redux. They're the true Fab Five yeah. in my eyes. I'm sorry, Carson Kressley, but yeah, he's fair enough. Is he though? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. Is he though? Well. I think that's all we have time for this week. Mm-hmm. We would like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna. Many thanks to my amazing co-hosts, all of the wonderful folks here at CJTR, and to all of you for listening. Um, the show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. See you at the movies. Bye. Bye. And don't forget to send us your pitches yes. to win those oh, sweet, yes. Give sweet a David pitch. Cross tickets. Get those tickets, people. Yeah. You can't afford it. Yeah. I'm expecting, like, probably 5000 Dozens. A deluge. Just, just, just many fours. We want a David Cross deluge. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. All right. See you. Okay, bye. See you next week. <laughs>